Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Alright, I think we're ready to start. I, I, don't, I don't think you're going to make any headway with me. <laughs> I'm going to make so much headway. <laughs> I, I like the theory, but I, I, I disagree with it. I'll, I'll say that much. You're, but, right, you just got to make a case. Like, again, like, I'm going to challenge you no, I because understand. I love you. Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you have to uh, you have to uh, not say why it could happen a different way. You have to say you have to say why it can't happen this way. But I know you'll do that. And welcome everyone. Welcome to the show. We're officially recording now. Welcome to this week. Hope you guys have been safe and. Uh, socially distant out there if you're listening to this uh, topically if you're in the future when hopefully things are better like hey man go go you you go further yeah you'd be less socially distant <laughs> if you're in the future where things turn out to be worse oh man stay well, farther we away than whatever i might suggest <laughs> maybe 12 feet then i don't know maybe you're listening to this from the apocalypse if so welcome to destiny the game right <laughs> This was a game back in the before time, in the long, long ago, where Uber Chad nerds discussed theories about the universe because it was very best. You Chad yourself. Uh, you're 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 the only Chad in my book. You're such a score, Chad, with your over like what are you like 130k now? You're something ridiculous. I'm all, almost there. Yeah. See. See. Do you see, Chad? making chad moves um welcome to this week's show uh, this week this week is about the idea that the tree of silver wings the uh, the sort of uh, uh, some of the items and events that are unfolding this season are similar to things that have happened within the lore particularly in the book of sorrows I know, I'm sorry, Books of Sorrows, but we only have the one. I'm sorry. You know which one I'm talking about. It is technically the Books of Sorrow, because there are multiple. Like, right, but we books. only have the one. <laughs> I, it's more of like a... Yeah, go, go ahead. It's, this is a tie tribe for another day. Yeah, like, we only have the one. Like, we have some excerpts from some others, and we have the one Tebin wrote, and even mm -hmm. that's only, like, excerpts. This is like we only have the one that's a complete like a book of sorrows. Like if you want to say like the the pamphlets of sorrows, like, <laughs> like that's fine, but that's what it is what it is. Anyway, anyway is uh something that comes out there called the gift mast. And so the idea is that what is going on right now is part of a larger game that's played out time and time again in the uh proverbial game of Gardener and Winnower, that this is a gift mast and is just a setup for the Traveler to leave the system, or at least try to again. Uh, Biggles, do you want me to explain it? 
a little bit yeah, more in depth? Or do you want to take the reins on that? Or it's kind of your theory, so I'd say you go ahead and explain your your thoughts on I'm it. Just gonna shit then... all over it after. Oh yeah, how's my game plan? <laughs> <laughs> just set you up for success. Uh, Defense uh, is better than offense here. <laughs> uh, that's that's not always true. That's not always true. It's called a preemptive strike. Um, <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm not gonna go into too too much uh, specifics here because I want to get actually the Bengals discussion on the floor because I think that's more interesting than what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> there are a number of entries in the book of sorrows, uh, verse five, part two, and I'm sorry I'm reading these weird. It it all right. So they list them as Bible verses, but they list verse first. So where it should be chapter then verse, it's like verse then page like i i don't know how they're supposed to be doing it but it's it's not right um so ones i'm listening in no particular order are going to be 411 uh 545352 now the hive are uh, they are the first like breach in 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 ancient warfare. The vanguard is like that first like shock troop that shows up. They are in the front lines. They're in the thick of it. They're bursting through um, to push forward and make it easier for the rest of the army to follow suit. Uh, they have the toughest time. They have the the most fighting to do as the battle rages on, and that's the hive's job. And then the deep follows them. Uh, and so when they go into the vanguard, there's this assumption that the deep, a.k.a. the darkness, is behind them. They go back to something we mentioned last week. Go back to uh, St. Saint Four, Saint 14's envisioning of the darkness as an armada, which is exactly what's invading the solar system right now. And then... We have the stories of the gift mast itself. The gift mast is something that the hive and orcs knew about beforehand. So while it's most notably referenced and possibly only referenced, there is one other thing, but it's more of like, I think, referencing back to this story. But they knew about the gift mast beforehand, and that's that's its proper name. That's what the hive call it. Um, and as we're reading the Hive records. And we're also reading some notes on what the enemy thought in parts of this. So, I mean, well, we have to take it with a grain of salt as it's like the victor's story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's calling this thing the gift mast. Now, the Harmony do exist around a black hole. It is worth noting that their whole existence is only made possible by the Traveler. Uh, messing with everything so this gift mask could be something that is keeping whatever the traveler did going now I will offer that in our solar system there is seemingly no need for any such structure um, in any other place touched by the traveler there didn't seem to be any need for whatever the traveler had done to need like a like an obelisk or something to to keep it perpetuating or like a like a like a signal booster 
<laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, I just want to put that out there. So if, if that's the case here, like interesting, singular, but interesting. Um, but the, the hive are there, like they're looking for it. They know what it is and they want to eat it. So it's like, it, it, it's basically just like made of light. It's like, uh, just imagine like a big juicy looking like tower gift of light and you eat light and you're like, yum. <laughs> it's like a steak to the hive, basically. They are it super is, It is a milk steak. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, Traveler, I will have your finest milk steak, please. Boiled hard. <laughs> the Traveler knows what it is. And jelly beans on the side. That's right. <laughs> a famous, famous milk steak. Um, so yeah, like that's... The idea is that whatever the Traveler is doing now, this, this tree that is on Io, uh, the last place the Traveler touched, which is why Korra went there during the Red War after she lost her light, has suddenly started to grow at such an exorbitant rate and be so like filled with light now yes the seed comes from the edge of the solar system yes we plant it and start this process the whole crux i would say beyond the facts and history of the gift mass for this theory to work is an idea that neither the traveler aka the gardener nor the darkness aka the winnower are trying to necessarily defeat the other they're simply trying to continue to play the game they're trying to persist much like the vex so if you're not playing to win like if you if you go back to the gardener and the winnower's game the board is finite there are only so many spaces the gardener can't reoccupy spaces. So the only way for him to keep playing is for there to be dead spaces for him to enter into. So he, if he wants to play the game forever, he needs the winnower to have control of part of the board. Without that, this theory starts to get into some mental gymnastics. And I'll put that out there to be fair. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 the crux of it. That's the bones of it. Um, I reference all the pertinent lore cards that lead me down that thought process. Uh, and I realize that might be one of the more advanced ones we've we've talked about. So like, feel free to at me, you guys, if uh, if you have yeah, like, this, further questions this, about what the fuck I meant. So. This one goes into a lot of, lot of specifics. Um, and so basically, we know of the gift mask from one particular source in, in the Books of Sorrow. And that basically revolves around the Harmony. Now, we do know from... it's The card is uh, XLI, so uh, that'd be 41, the Dreadnought, that... Orcs is already looking for the gift mask at this part, but they have. It is in reference to the harmony, so we don't know for sure that there has been a gift mask prior to the the harmony. For sure, we do know that Orcs was looking for it at this time, though. So, what we can, what we can really gather from that is that the traveler leaves this. This essentially, it's a giant pillar of light in the middle of a black hole. 
and it's used to keep the system together uh, to prevent it from basically falling into a black hole. The card uh, uh, B46 from the Books of Sorrow specifically says that uh, oops, that's wrong. It is 40, 44? Nope. It is 40, 45. <laughs> I get there eventually. Uh, when the Traveler passed across Harmony, it lied to the orbits of ten worlds. Now they orbit the black hole. The Traveler lied to the accretion disk so that it would give warm light to these worlds. The Gift Mast. When the Traveler left Harmony, it made a monument out of the black hole's polar jet. In the jet, there is a hollow mast which sings in radiance. This is the gift mast, and we will devour it. We will eat the sky out of it, and we will snap it like a bone. So basically what we've got going on there is we know that the Traveler left behind this, this monument for the, for the Harmony in order to prevent their orbits from decaying into a singular. Um, on top of that, the Hive are chasing it, and we do know from, from card 46 that the the hive are represented as the uh as the vanguard in order to chase down the ch- chase down this this gift mast and wherever the traveler has been for the darkness so all in all what we've got there is a description of one singular time where we've come across the, the gift mast now we come to modern soul and we've got we've got io Io was the last, as we've previously established, Io was the last place that the Traveler touched. And it is filled with... Show us on the solar chart where the Traveler touched you. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) You're good. (laughs) We've got, um... We've got the Tree of Silver Rings. uh, Basically, right directly below where the Traveler was. So we know that... Where the traveler was pumping in a whole bunch of light is where the tree has taken taken root and grown spectacularly. What we don't know for sure is whether or not the traveler itself specifically planted that tree there. And my point here is in specific reference to the seed of silver wings. There, it uh, this is Eris Morn talking to the vanguard. Uh, I quote it, There is a second tree, obviously. It has grown, and from it, the Guardian has taken a seed that we intend to use for study. The tree's parent felled in the Black Garden. This may be a rarely given opportunity. I am only now beginning to record its most lightly guarded secrets. It is fluid in nature, no actor, not physically. It acts as an engine of integration, incorporating that which it contacts into its structure. It feeds from paracausal energy. The light, the dark. They are vying for dominance within its very, every particle. And so what we've got going on here is the seed for the, seed, the tree of silver wings, as we find it on Io, came from the tree that was in the Black Garden. That's what we know. Uh, now, how that seed got there is completely up in the air. It's, it could have been planted by the Traveler when basically... Upon the moment, it basically decided that it needed to run, and we know that it needed to run from constellations. It it was it was uh, I believe the uh, the severing card. It's talk. It basically just goes nuts and starts screaming at the speakers at the time. Basically, run, 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 run over and over. 
And so we know, we know at that time that it was essentially frightened and wanted to, if, if not get the heck out of Dodge, it, it felt the need to go to Earth and make its last stand. There are, there are two distinct possibilities there. Uh, one, that the Traveler was damaged in its attempt to flee the system. Or two, it felt like its best opportunity to survive. Or to, um, or to somehow assist a system that it was already in was to go to Earth and plant itself there over what would eventually become the last city. And so my argument is that the Traveler, it, we can clearly see in, in, in my view that it was, it was afraid. It was, a, it, now that doesn't de- necessarily directly contradict with Taylor's theory in the fact that it could have been afraid of something other than the darkness. We really don't have a whole lot of records on what exactly happened in the collapse. So it could have been something other than the darkness directly directly interfering with the Traveler. However, I will note the gravitational disturbances that we see on Titan in the last days on Kraken Mare heavily point towards it being the darkness. On the basis of that, that is, we've only seen paracausal entities directly interact with gravity on that scale in Destiny lore that I that I can specifically recall. And so, all in all, it basically, we, we it could have been the traveler had planted this seed on Io as base as basically what could become a gift mast. But it could also be that um, it planted the seed basically as its last ditch, uh, last ditch effort before it tried to either leave the system or tried to go to Earth for its last stand. It could also be that the seed was planted by a different source, um, yet to be determined. But it's yeah, it, it, it's a little, it's open enough there where I'm not entirely willing to say that the Traveler planted that seed on Io. Well, not Bagels, there's one other popular theory I think you'll know as, as a fan of the show and host of the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what if it's not a seed? What if it's a suppository? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 just saying, oh my god like that, that's a pretty big seed to swallow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's all folks and that's the show I broke the bagels the bagels is retreating into his cocoon <laughs> my AC is now 23 yeah <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't get at him he is immune <laughs> he is immune to all magic attacks. His mind cannot be convinced, compelled to tell the truth. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I'm I'm not actively saying that it's entirely impossible, impossible, impossible. That, that's more of a word. Uh, that the traveler planted this as basically 
and as basically its last last moment in the solar system, it plants this and leaves, and then the the darkness is supposed to come in and, and consume it, um, or something very similar to that. That is entirely possible at this point. Well, it just it gives me pause. Um, it gives me a lot of pause just knowing that they were looking for the gift mask before they could have known what it was. You mean the hive? Yeah. But the, they'd already encountered Harmony at that point. The, the, that doesn't the... mean they know what the gift mask is. Like, the hive, the hive, the hive consume and destroy. If they had encountered the Harmony, though, almost certainly they knew what the gift mask was. How? The, I mean, they capture and torture a resident of Harmony, and they describe what the gift mask is. And why would it's they do that? Paracausal, paracausal nature. No, but I mean, they don't do that, though. They just, like, eat and destroy everything. Sword logic it. Like, I, I realize that's how, like, one force, one enemy force could know about it. But, like, that's not the Hive. The Hive have been known to flay and torture. I'm thinking, like, back to Eris's fire team. Yeah, but, they like, did... they did that to turn Omar into, like, a gun. Or into, like, a weird, like, uh, little shrimp thingy, which I guess... Do you ever feel like maybe they made him a krill? <laughs> Maybe that's what the krill were before before they became the hive. <laughs> they were the, Omar is the precursor to the hive. Confirmed. Yeah, he's just a little scrimpy boy. <laughs> he he eventually becomes a hive. Who's real I, mad? I, that's what that's what Alrash looked like <laughs> before. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> before before he consumed his worm. Um. But yeah. Uh. So. For 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 me the bagels I I I really have to uh, sort of uh, challenge it a little bit here just because like I feel like those are all also good reasons as to what could be and and to what the explanation is or or even just sort of like general doubts in there but like I I, I feel like given the latter part of this theory that the gift mess is a precursor to the traveler's exit and the fact that the traveler exiting has been purposely withheld by all speakers or by, by anyone who could tell anyone, right? Not all speakers. It was only the uh, the speaker that we are familiar with that withheld the last portion of the the tenants. Ted, I'll tell you that I don't think any speakers who don't talk about the tenants know about the tenants. The very first card uh, of constellation specifically calls out the tenants of the traveler. Right, but I think it only knows what it lists. Confused. <laughs> Can, like can you it, on that? The, the the first one lists them all lists them all outright. Well, I guess that raises a that raises a few other questions. Like I I guess I had misread that, but uh, that raises a couple a couple other questions. Uh, I I thought that had happened a little differently, but um, even with that, because it wasn't like hundred percent where I was going, but uh, even with that. The idea. 
Well, that just, I mean, that, 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 that puts a whole new spin on, uh, maybe we need to put an asterisk back on our, uh, our Rasputin, did Rasputin shoot the Traveler? Because if, if there were speakers and the speakers are being studied and the speakers know that the Traveler is going to leave, doesn't that change a lot of, like, what your defense robots programming might, might entail? Potentially. But, it's, it's hard to say that the speakers de definitively would have interacted with Clovis Bray. Well, I just and, meant, like, anyone in the government. In any government. Like, I don't think Clovis Bray had to ever interact with a speaker to be aware of that information. If they were telling yeah. people about it. Sure, sure, if they were announcing all four tenants. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. I... I, I will say that I, I think based on that information, the the it was pretty clear that Rasputin already had the programming for the traveler leaving being there. There's just not evidence that the traveler shot was was shot by Rasputin. Uh, it's oh no, no 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 I mean uh I'm I'm just going back to the uh... even if it's not by Rasputin like there were people on those consoles too before uh the event oh like somebody else just activated yeah someone, event, someone, someone else could have the like, yeah like yeah. I, 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 I i that is also possible yeah I, like I, I i i i it 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 relying on rasputin alone doesn't doesn't bother me no rasputin couldn't have done it because they didn't activate this like okay so what if like the person at the console did it then sure. what yeah, there are, <laughs> like, there are also innate assumptions there that our weapons could have done anything to damage the traveler. Uh, I well, I think I think I I feel like because well, like like uh, I think we discussed in the pre-show hashtag pre-show <laughs> that wild wild pre-show <laughs> this week's the bagel the bagels made barbecue for everyone I couldn't eat it because he's in a different time zone. <laughs> I didn't grill. I don't think I, I I didn't tell you that I grilled that I grilled. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that I'm grilling though. Yeah, I do a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I knew that. I'm secretly a witch. What's up, witches? You're a tech witch, techian, as as oh. the awoken would call you. <laughs> I appreciate that as an IT professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh although sometimes when someone whenever someone brings you a problem and literally when they try to show you what the problem is it just works when they show it to you i know uh, i love it when that happens i, I walk into your room I and actually, like i actually feel like a tech witch in those moments <laughs> i, I actually feel it. like yes osmosis is my favorite fix they, they give up for about 10 seconds they call me in, and i'm like all right let me let me see what's going on they try it it just works of course because that's how it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, see, like that's gotta that's gotta suck more for you. Like that's literally what I'm. That's like part of the shit I'm there for. <laughs> like, you got... <laughs> I I am our office's IT person too, so I, it's it's part of our. Okay, part are of, you but... also are you also like I and I mean this and I mean this and all, and we can edit this out if if you if you. If you I know, really if don't care. People can listen. Personal to question. I just I just mean like <laughs> look like. Are you like actually on paper being paid for giving them IT services, or has it fallen upon you as the most tech savvy person? The latter is what it 
was. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if you're doing professional level stuff, even if it's a dividend at the end of the year and not like a part of your normal salary negotiation, you mm-hmm. should be being paid for that. Trust me, my salary ne- negotiations are, are doing just fine. No, well, no, but that's that's what I mean. Like, it, it's not a salary negotiation, right? I, I, I get where you're coming yeah, from, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, you, you can have that conversation quite separately. You can yeah. come in and just be like, hey, like, by the way, I do this other job for you, too. Yeah. No, I, I get where you're coming from. It, it's, it's something that typically would be contracted out or specifically assigned to an individual to handle. But instead, it falls to me. Because... <laughs> Because I know he has no media presence, and I I really have like next to no worry of this coming back on the bagels. Let's put this out there, Twitter like twenty eight followers. Hashtag pay the bagels. <laughs> you can just use it randomly. Like you can be like, man, I had egg salad for lunch. Hashtag pay the bagels. You can use it however you want. Okay. <laughs> you can tag us. I'll walk into work work tomorrow. Hashtag pay the bagels, and everybody will look at me like, "What the hell is he talking?" You'd be like, "That's about? weird." Like, that's I don't know. I just felt compelled to say it <laughs> while I was doing this IT task. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just unlocking your account, and your temporary password is hashtag pay the bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea at some point. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> I smell bagels. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, it's just uh, it's you wouldn't pick that password for yourself, right? It's perfect because it, <laughs> it doesn't, uh, doesn't conflict with policy. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, duh. That's who I am. That's, that's what I would do if I were you, or I would do it on your behalf to help you. <laughs> Hopefully not get you in trouble. No, no, you're good. It's pretty hard to get me in trouble these days. Yay! <laughs> bagels is indispensable, you guys. I love it. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Tangent aside. Um, <laughs> so, like, because of... You know, like, going, like peddling backwards on that tangent of uh, you know if Rasputin if this and that if if maybe like it was humanity even if it wasn't our defense satellite you, uh, your argument is basically that humanity or some other civilization um, yet to be determined basically disrupted the cycle of the traveler planting a gift mask the darkness coming in and consuming it yeah converting. so I think that tree was already there baby and it's possible. We don't have enough information. So, uh, I, I I submit that by way of there being various presences, even even without latent ones, because there's, I mean, as we've gone over on this show, there's there's arguments to be made that perhaps the hive were in the solar system before humanity was. Mm-hmm. Uh depending on how far back they go, or certainly, you know, a long, long time ago before the Golden Age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, certainly their presence on the moon yeah. was is, has or been established. Something's presence on the moon. Something's. It, and now there's a fucking pyramid chip in the center of it. Like, what the fuck? 
Right. <laughs> How does that get there? <laughs> How does that... It was either already there or weird shit. <laughs> Leaning, I lean more toward the it had to be already there, but that's just me. Yeah, I I tend to agree as well. It, it, it really doesn't make sense that it would have crashed and somehow Rock would have encased it in that canyon. <laughs> like around it solidly. Yeah. <laughs> solidly around it. Although I guess there's always the where it is inside the moon is the Ascendant Realm. Although knowing what we know now about what the pyramids can do, they do have to have some weird interactions with matter. So it's phasing might technically be possible in some fashion. Although I don't know why it would want to directly phase into the moon. <laughs> well, I actually, actually, actually wonder, well, maybe it was left behind though. And it had already done that to monitor things because monitor. If, if the traveler having, because think about it, like as to the early, earlier argument, if the traveler needs empty spaces on the board, the winner needs spaces that are occupied. Mm-hmm. Like they need each other so that they can keep playing. Otherwise the game ends. And then like, that's the real question, right? They don't really go over that in, in the lore card. What happens when the game's over? Not even about who wins or who loses. Just like what happens when the game's done? Everybody wins. <laughs> I I mean, if we all get participation trophies and a pizza party, I'm here for it. I got my precipitation. Precipitation? You got your precipitation trophy? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a jerk. It's it's the swing set emoji instead of the uh, participation trophy. That's that's my precipitation trophy. I like that. (laughs) I like that a lot. So, yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where yeah. I'm at for it. Like, I, I, I feel like something happened when we were supposed to collapse. I feel like what we did was like a sort of like a soft reboot <laughs> instead of the hard reboot we were meant to get. Um, and I think that has to be directly related to whatever hurt the Traveler. Because the Traveler is not recorded as being damaged in any other interaction with anything. Except for humanity. And that really like also comes back to my qualms with the idea that humanity is special and it chose us. Like, really? <laughs> it chose us. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? Like, I hate to be cynical. Like, I, I, I generally tend to be on the bright side of things. You know me, the bagels. The... I, try, I try to be a sunny disposition, but, like, Jesus Christ, Renee, there are so many better, like... Realistically, the the potential reasons for choosing humanity as have been stated in the lore typically revolve around our our experience with war. The Traveler describes giving humanity ghosts as creating its ring of defense like a spear wall around around itself that's kind of how the traveler describes the creation of ghosts and creation of guardians or the risen i guess specifically and so when does the traveler describe that you mean the speaker 
It's a little column A, a little column B. I'm pretty sure it's in constellations. Uh, well, I'm not, I don't mean to put you too much on the spot. That is ballpark is fine. Ballpark is fine. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's in constellations. That, uh, yeah, I'd have to go back and do some research. But there, there's a description of of a of a spear wall, and basically the the guardians are are that wall. That doesn't sound like. I mean, that just doesn't sound like the traveler. Ring of Spears, is that the term? I'm trying to remember exactly what the term is. There, there, there's a description somewhere in a lore card. Uh, Darkness 3. Yeah, I mean... Oh, this, this is Toland. Uh, of course, it might be that it, there was another country with other queens in this country that they sat down together and made one law and one tower and one army to guard their borders. This is the the dream of, a sm- of small minds, a gentle place ringed in spears. But I do not think that those spears will hold against the queen of the country of armies, and that is all that will matter in the end. So basically, it was Toland's justification for... Um, for trying to see what was on the other side, on the, the side of the darkness. Right, so not... It, it, was, it was not the Traveler or Speak. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Right. That's, yeah. that's... Yeah. That, that's I won't say I, I thought it was Tolan, but I was like, the Traveler said? <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> so far, the only I, I, thing I, I know I, the Traveler said is that, I speak for myself now. <laughs> I'm a I'm a healed boy. <laughs> or girl, don't gender me. Fuck you. I'm an orb. A little bit there. <laughs> I'm channeling it. I'm channeling it. Well, um, yeah. But yeah. I think I think I, I think ultimately, it just comes down to how dubious you are about the whole traveler. Um, darkness opposition and how willing you might be to say because like if you can say the traveler speaker are bad guys then why like why are they even working against each other maybe they're just uh, synergistic industries but that's 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 just all I want to postulate i think with that the bagels we don't need to crank this one up to 11 i don't think i think we done did it i think we done did did it yeah Um, yeah i I guess i wouldn't mind summarizing up and going going from there if uh you want to take it to scoring i think we can take it to scoring i think we're ready for that so yeah um i guess on on a plausibility scale uh i i think it's plausible i'd give it around a 10 uh, it, it's definitely poss- possible that the the traveler and the the pyramids are essentially just working together and attempting to generate uh, essentially generate an endless game 
as as described in the uh, the unveiling lore book. And essentially, our universe is is that game just depicted, and neither side cares to win. They're just playing not to lose. I I can't I can't argue that that is entirely possible. It just seems to me that from everything that's been set up so far, that they the lightness the light and the dark are the are the opposing scales in an endless cosmic balance. Neither side can actually literally win. Eventually one side might dominate for a while, but it's entirely possible that that can be pushed back and um, it, it, say the light could, could essentially dominate uh, for its turn as well. It's it's more. I use the unveiling lore book as more of a description of cosmic scales that we cannot possibly understand than as a literal reference to to the game that the 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 winner and the the gardener are playing uh, in in our universe. So in 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 my view, it's it's more so a we we can use we can use that lore book as a just kind of a practical viewpoint on basically <laughs> basically uh gods or titans just dueling it out but other than that it's not particularly useful in deciphering what is actually happening in our current current state so my my thought process is that the the gift the gift mast was left for harmony specifically and it and the tree of silver wings is a ent- entity entirely of its own and as such it can be influenced by either the light or the dark and we will see what happens as the dark essentially becomes the dominant force within it so yeah taylor your turn okay for me the taylor bait i think based on what we know based on uh, a lot of who this information has come, and most of it has come from untrustworthy sources. Mm-hmm. I think it's entirely appropriate to hmm, try and find con- try and find common threads of truth, um, common themes that seem to permeate no matter who the source is, and to find things that. Uh, sort of resonate right now everything we know about the traveler save for the traveler at the end of the red war saying it's going to speak for itself from now on has been said by someone else even the traveler before it got put to sleep died air quotes there's no record of it directly speaking in the same way that it spoke to us at the end of the Red War. is isn't to say it didn't try to communicate. There's the whole speakers and all that. So, like, you know, grain of salt with that, please. And I'm probably oversimplifying a bit. But, like, that was the most plain speech that could be attributed to the Traveler, I think, on record. Like, there's no ambiguity about what it had to say. Everything else is from a different source. Now, so, as mentioned earlier, 
put in this metaphor of the game on a finite board. There seems to be no indication of what happens when the game is over. What's at stake? Or why, like, what's in it for winning, what's in it, what you, what happens when one side loses, like, what have you? And maybe nobody knows, maybe neither even either side involved. I think there's an incentive to play the game forever. Or at least a logic to it. And I think if that's what's happening between the gardener and the winnerer, I think it behooves both sides. So when the traveler came to the solar system and tried to leave it, it couldn't. It got injured. Released a big burst of light. There was a reactive darkness burst, too. So maybe it's almost like a, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Hold on. <laughs> no, because it's, it's the same guy. Uh, uh, Alexander Dumas. He, the, in the Three Musketeers, Man in the Iron Mask, and like a couple of uh, other like he really likes twins. Okay, gotcha. So maybe the equal burst is like in, is, is like along that theme. In that when the Traveler was attacked, the darkness was equally hurt. Uh, or maybe it was a, a sympathetic response to keep the game aloft, to keep the Traveler from sending all of its energy outward. Contain <laughs> and uh, keep the wound from spreading indefinitely. Because I think from either side, if you don't know what's what happens when you lose, and you're not sure what happens when the game is over, regardless of who wins, you'd want to play forever, and both sides need each other at that point. Because that's how the board works. Sort of like a yin and yang, like an equal balance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great reason as to why maybe the, uh, the darkness pulled back after the collapse even though it's clearly still active, clearly still strong. And then in a way, when you have Oryx returning, or coming in, even if he had never been here before, to the solar system, as sort of a vanguard to greater darkness forces. Thing. Yeah. I, 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 I have a hard time arguing against it based on what we know. I think... In sort of agreement to what the bagels has said too, that there's uh, there's other possibilities that are on the table too, though. So I give it a negative one twenty two and an eight implausible. <laughs> Want to throw an I in there for imaginary? No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. 122 and an 8. Where the hell is 122 and an 8? <laughs> You're standing on it, pal. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> That's what yeah. I got. That's um, fair. Bagels, shout outs? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to our new clan. Tommy's Ghosts, what's up? Yeah, what? we just formed our new clan this week and having a grand old time and 
in the uh, Discord and the in the Destiny. So yeah, it out. yeah, it's it's good stuff. And for anybody of our, in our any of our faithful listeners that uh, that are interested, we're you know we can I, recruit. I, I put it I put it like this. I think <laughs> it's I think it's just like the temp chat. If you if you need to make a run, and no one else can help, and if you can find us. Maybe you can join the temp chat. Maybe. <laughs> but no, we're 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 looking for a few more guardians if you wanna join in and have a good time and um have have raids, have dungeons, even even crystal stuff. We're Bagel we're doing be punch and pie. I, I can't make guarantees on that yet. Maybe I'll make some emotes. <laughs> He told he told me in the pre-show that there'd be punch and pie. That's how he got me on board. <laughs> but yeah, so if anybody's interested, more than welcome to hop on in and um, have a good time with us. So yeah, off to you, Taylor. Absolutely. Uh, mirror all of that. Um, right now, the uh, the clan is made out of uh, some cool friends we made, uh, and and we're keeping the home in the temp chat. <laughs> By the way, and I and I do I do want to keep that like. I'm not saying like yo, know, like if you're dying to join, like reach out to us. We'll talk about it. And, and yeah, we, we've got the Discord active for anybody. If yeah. you don't feel like you want to join us as a clan, you're more than welcome just to come and join us to play. But... Yeah, yeah. The uh, the 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 we we don't. Maybe you have friends. Maybe you have fam. But you still need someone to play with. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the temp chat's for you. Think of it. It's it's more of a it's more of a little uh. Little nice little uh, little den, a little more wholesome uh, LFG area than you might run into uh, outside of it, and I think the name fits everything perfectly that we're going for. Uh, and I think I feel it's very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but aside from that, yeah, um, yeah, we're not gonna put it out there. We're not going to. Uh, we're not going to do recruitment jobs or anything like that but like if you want nope. to come check us out like you can come find on a way. you can find a yeah. way you can holla 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 um as always we're here for you reach out in any way uh and what is it that was a fun i had a lot of fun putting out that response to our first piece of uh of write-in lore oh yeah that was, that was a blast not absolutely our, uh, not not our, thank you again yeah yeah, absolutely. That was, that was we we greatly appreciate that. Yeah, and um, anybody else that wants to wants to throw something our way, well, yeah, like we'll... I say, we might like I don't know if everyone's gonna get like their money like you know taped to the side of our register, <laughs> right? <laughs> like the very first one, but we'll at least write you back. Yeah, we we, we love we love that sort of stuff. It's yeah. it's a blast to to see your theories and um that basically just be a part of the community. That's 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 our whole goal, just to have fun with it and. Hope you have fun with it, and to give our two cents on it. So, yeah. So, um, after after mirroring and piggybacking off of everything you had to say, uh, I'm gonna give my shout out to. Man, I'm gonna give my shout out to the West Coast right now. Washington State, uh, like, uh, Oregon, like just just everyone. Everyone over there, uh, stay safe. Is my my only ask. Uh, yeah, stay, stay safe out there because uh, for a lot of people right now things are getting just steadily more and more uh, unstable <laughs> unstable or like just escalating 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, things haven't been resolved. Things haven't changed. Mm-hmm. And just uh, as I've said before, we need to we need to talk about why these voices still feel like they're not being heard. I could not say it better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so that's that's my more specific shout out with a with a little like greater shout out there. Um, love love you guys in the temp chat too. Uh, super glad to uh, to have to have a, a pretty like solid solid group curated curated but fun friendly group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, love you guys. Um, and with that, uh, as always, you can find me at this is Red Leader on Twitter. You can contact the show, uh, as you'll find out here in the post notes. But it's still at Spinfoil Theory um, on also Twitter, and then there's Spinfoil Theory at Gmail dot com. The Bagels and I are denizens of the Temp Chat. <laughs> if you if you're looking for a group. No one, everyone else's requirements are too ridiculous. <laughs> and if you're not a bigot asshole, <laughs> yeah, if maybe, you have two, maybe have you two can thumbs, join the temp chat. <laughs> if you have two thumbs, you can shoot shoot your gun, and you're you're a good person. You're welcome to come on in. Honestly, That's basically the my thumb problems. thing isn't even a requirement. You could have no thumbs if you do the other two. <laughs> you're still welcome. Fair point. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to, because maybe you lost your thumbs in, like, a terrible smelting accident. This is true. I, I do not need, uh, deem to uh, exclude the people without thumbs. That is yeah. not, not my intent. <laughs> yeah. Don't, let's not be Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Siskel and Ebert, I'm sure, were great people and never had anything against the, uh, the unthumb community. <laughs> With that... <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Stay safe. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's the end of this week's topic, but be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>